Good day, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football Friends Forever. Mad Max here alongside Pistol Pete. Pistol, how you doing? Uh, good. Uh, looking forward to getting back at it. Uh, what happened to that episode last last Friday? Well, uh, it's recorded. <laughs> it's on my computer, as you saw today. Uh, me and Rouse, just uh, yeah, technical difficulties. Yeah. Uh, so, I couldn't join Pete, and I normally do the editing, and yeah. I had, I had to work. So, sorry if you guys were looking forward to some DFS picks, Pistols picks, and all the whole shebang for the weekend slate. Um, but we're back. We're going to be doing Wednesday night shows going forward. Saturday mornings, we're going to be recording again. So, a little change in schedule, so be looking forward to that. As always, first things first, make sure to give us a follow on Twitter, at MadMaxFFFF. I know I need to be a little more active on Twitter. Sorry about that. Just not a big Twitter or social media guy. But give us a follow on Facebook, follow us on Spotify. We're going to go ahead and lead off with a Monday night football recap. We had Minnesota versus Seattle. Pretty good game. Uh, it was a really good game. Uh, Seattle was smacking them, actually, there for a minute. It was 34-17. And Russell Wilson, I mean, he, he was doing his thing. But, I mean, Chris Carson and uh, Rashad Penny. They're crushing, though, like on the ground. Which uh, is surprising because Minnesota's been pretty good against the run all year. So I was I was down by five against Wong, and I had Chris Carson. He left with that concussion. I was at work, and he leaves with the concussion. I'm just like, I get the message. I'm like, of course. Like, I, I don't really think I had much of a chance anyways. But, yeah, Carson killed it. 23 carries for 102 yards. Touchdown. Rashad Penny, 15 for 74 in a touchdown, and then he had another touchdown through the air. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's getting some good work, but uh, my boy Tyler Lockett, man, dude's worrying me. That's a, He put up a bagel. I have him in two leagues. He hadn't been the same since that shin injury from the Niners game. He's had three brutal games. Yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf's kind of emerged. He had six for 75 on seven targets. <laughs> Um, I mean, David Moore's back in the lineup the last couple weeks, too. That could be it. Like, you got Hollister. I just, I think the target share is kind of getting spread around a little more. I think a lot. And it could be the injury. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you have him, you got to play him. It's just, God, I hope he gets it going again. Because the guy was just a stud, and now he's he's dropped way down in the rankings. Yeah, he was performing like a wide receiver <laughs> one. And uh, now he's like wide receiver 18 or something. So yeah. Uh, but uh, the Vikings, same old Kirk Cousins sign. I was watching the game. They're down 34-30. They have a ball with like four minutes left. <laughs> and I, I just had no faith in them. I was like, he's not getting this done on the road. He's 0-8 on Monday night now. Yeah. That's... I mean, Kirk Cousins just isn't like a primetime kind of game. That's always been his knock. And that's like the Vikings are a solid team. But you only, you only go as far as your quarterback really is going to take you, honestly. Yeah, and that's, I mean, looking back on it, I mean, Case Keenum took an NFC title game. Uh, that contract they gave Cousins, it looks good now. I mean, the quarterback market, you know, is, goes up every year, but, man, he ain't. He, they're not getting an NFC title game with him. And ultimately, it's going to be a lost cause. Like, that contract, they're not re-signing him. To be fair, the, <laughs> the title game he took him to was the, the Minnesota Miracle or whatever they call it. Yeah. Like, Eh, whatever that's worth. It was worth. fluky. Yeah. It was fluky, but I mean, if you're paying Kirk Cousins that three years, like $84 million guaranteed at the time. What happened to Dalvin Cook? Got hurt. 
He got hurt. In like he the, left the game? Yeah, he left the game, didn't ever oh, okay. come back. Uh, it was like the third quarter. Did they stop there. running the ball? Well, they were they were down big, and they just kind of abandoned the run. Uh, but, God, and like, I said, like we said earlier, like I was hoping, because I had Madison on my bench. I was like, man, if Cook's out. What's it looking like for Cook going forward? They said he's fine today. Okay. It's just like a little shoulder thing when I'm serious, hmm. but I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I I didn't get to see the game, but looking at the box score, like, I don't know how the game was 37-30, to 30, like, honestly. Like, everything I'm looking at here stats-wise, like, it seems like Seattle dominated the game. Yeah, it was, I don't even know how it was 37-30. to 30. Yeah, it was, like I said, it was 34-17, then it was 34-24, and Seattle's driving, and DK Metcalf fumbles, and then... The Vikings got the ball and scored another touchdown. Got within three. Got within four, actually. 34-30. But they they didn't lay down. But Stefan Diggs, he had a bad game. 4-25. Like, Rudolph, though, I think he's been good this year. He's just a touchdown machine. Yeah. No, he, he loves him in the red zone. He's Like, they say Rudolph's got the best hands on the team. Uh, he, he probably does. Obviously. I mean, you got Thielen and <laughs> Stefan Diggs on that team, like, those guys have good hands, too, so that's that's quite the praise. Yeah, Cousins loves the guy. But overall, it was a good game. It was a solid game. Yeah. Um, on to our top five NFL teams. Seattle, big riser in mine, who we just talked about. I've got them at three. I've got Baltimore one, New Orleans two, Seattle three. Uh, that's chalk. That's what you have? <laughs> that's who I got. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's pretty clear cut at this point. Like, really, it's becoming defined. So, yeah, I like those. I think teams. Baltimore is just clearly just the best team right now. Their their defense is good. Um, the offense just looks unstoppable. They they won a tough game against San Fran in ideal conditions for San Francisco. So that's enough said for me. Like if you win a game that's like gives the other team the advantage of how the game's going to go, and you still win the football game, I just don't see a scenario where San Fran ever beats Baltimore. Yeah, and that was a huge loss for San Fran. They went from the one seed to a wild card now. Seattle's like the two seed in the NFC. Uh, but yeah, I love I I like the Saints a lot too. Seattle three. Who you got four and five? This might be chalk. Uh, I got New England four, Kansas City five. I just got them flipped. Really? Yeah. You got I couldn't put KC over New England. Um, there's just like there's that like. We haven't beat them in the playoffs. Like, I stick to that. They have not beat New England in the playoffs. And as a Kansas City fan, I just won't do it. Like, wow. New England's going to have to continue to struggle for me to actually give them the nod. Well, Kansas City over New England. They're playing them this week. So, I guess you'll find out at 3, three o'clock. I, yeah. I mean, and even so, like like I said, like I, I just don't see – I mean, it is a must win. I just – We've beaten New England in the regular season, but we have not beat them when it matters. Yeah, so no, I see why you're. I see why the I'm hesitation. hesitant. I'm hesitant. Yeah, rightfully so. As a Chiefs fan, I just New England. I've been saying it all year. They're just the two good teams on their schedule. They've lost to and handily. Uh, I mean, Houston was rolling that game. Yeah, I think New England's. They got smacked by Houston. Yeah. That was that was a team we can kind of segue into this. That was a team that impressed me. Texans beaten beaten down the Patriots. Yeah, uh, they beat them down. Uh, we were talking about this before the podcast like Romeo Cornell. 
their defensive coordinator. He knows Bill Belichick, that Patriots. He knows Tom Brady almost better than anyone. He doubled Julian Edelman. I don't know why more teams don't do that. Yeah. No one can win one-on-one. And he might have just laid the blueprint. You know what I mean? Like, I think you're going to see more teams going forward doubling Julian Edelman and daring other players to beat him. They should. Tom Brady was so mad on the sideline. I mean, he threw his helmet down. He was was just frustrated. Scored a couple of garbage touchdowns. So the score isn't indicative of how bad they got beat down. And if Sean Watson played, he played good football. Like, mm-hmm. He was carving up their defense. He was. And, and they threw the ball. Like Duke Johnson, man, there was like, if you, could, if you can get your running back on a Patriots linebacker like Hightower and the other, I can't remember the other guy, Van Noy, like they were getting torched. Like Duke Johnson was doing work out there in the passing game. Yeah. Um, so I was impressed with Texans. I mean, the Chiefs, honestly, like, they smacked Oakland. That was kind of expected coming out of the bye week, but still, it's like you got to come up and show out because if they lose that game, then now we're tied in the division. So they impressed. They came out, did what they needed to do. They just handled the Raiders. Yeah, I have them on my list too. Uh, Raiders are done. Like they had a good few weeks there, good start to the year, but Chiefs wrapped that division up. Division's yeah. over. Uh, another team I got, Bills. They handled Dallas. Yeah, like, no, they they did impress. I did not think I did not think the Bills were going to beat the Cowboys. I'm going to be honest. And Bills are Bills are for real. They're on the Patriots' heels too. Yeah. for that division. Yeah, they got one more game against New England, and, and the Bills' offense is a hell of a lot better than the Patriots' offense at this point. Uh, Josh Allen's really impressed me this year. I was not a big Josh Allen guy. Like he's making the, plays. He's making plays. His, he loves Cole Beasley. That was the most embarrassing thing for Dallas. Yeah. And John Brown. Yeah. Dude, like, those are two great additions. No, they are. And people were kind of laughing at him. They're like, oh, you John Brown, Cole Beasley. John like, Brown's a stud. He is, but like, well, the, it's good for Josh Allen because he has a big arm. He loves throwing the ball down the field. Like, the guy's got a cannon. And that defense is good. I mean, that Bill's defense can lock Yeah. Up. I, they've played very well at home. I, I've been skeptical of them on the road, and that's kind of why I thought Dallas would come out and play well. And Dallas came out and like hit them in the mouth and went up seven, like scored a touchdown on the first drive and just marched the ball down the field. And then after that, they just kind of disappeared. Like, and then the Bills just handled them. Yeah, like, it was. Jerry Jones is not going to stick with Jason Garrett. No, Jason Garrett. They got too. one more. He's got one more week. Yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't even. I'm surprised he wasn't fired. I would have fired him after that game, but he's just lucky the division's terrible. Yeah. I guess you can't really fire him when you're still in first place. Like we were saying before the podcast, <laughs> like, this division race reminds me of when Seattle won the division. Like, well, this is like 10 years ago, and they won when they're 7 and 9. Like, yeah. That's what <laughs> it feels like. It's just bad. Um, an- another team I had uh, was, my, uh, was my team, Packers at the Giants. That was a freaking snowstorm. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you watched the game, but there was yeah, snowing pretty I, good. Yeah, I saw pieces of it. Uh, Devontae Adams. Eats. Eats. Like, the guy's a stud. Two TDs. Rodgers bounced back. I know the Giants aren't very good, but... On yeah, the that's Giants, the one thing. Is like, in the snowstorm like that, and it helps the offense. Like, rain hurts offenses. Snow helps offenses. Like, because it's not hard to throw in the snow and catch in the snow. It's hard to guard people in the snow. Yeah. You don't have any footing. Yeah. So, 
That that's I they did beat down the Giants, but I mean they're the Giants. Yeah. You got anyone else? Um I thought the Dolphins got a good little win. Home versus the Eagles, like they got down big to the Eagles too. They were down like twenty one points or something, fourteen or twenty one, something like that. And next thing you know, the Dolphins are just clawing back into it. Brian Fitzpatrick just won't <laughs> go away and they had that cheeky did you yeah, see that? the like, special teams dude, touchdown was nasty. That was momentum swing. Yeah, it was. I actually, uh, they play hard for Brian Flores. I think he's done a good job. That that roster's terrible outside of Devontae Parker. They like that, up a few wins. Like yeah. that dude's <clears throat> Devontae Parker's eating. Like that guy's just a must start going forward. Uh, and my last team's the, the Titans. They came in and beat the Colts thirty-one seventeen. Like in New England or in Indy. The right. score, the score. I don't know if you watched it, but it, it was a very tight game. It was for they a while. They pulled away at the end. The Titans, they got like a turn, like pick six or something like that, that uh, put them up fourteen. Um, but besides that, it was a hard fought game. But Tennessee got a big win on the road. Yeah, I thought Colts were going to win that game just because they're there at home. Yeah, but yeah, Tan- they've been playing well with Tannehill. They're still rolling like. <laughs> They still got the Texans twice. Yeah, it's going to be good. The Titans over the, the, the... It was like... It's a hot take. Like, obviously, I think Deshaun Watson's the better quarterback. So, ultimately, I would say there's like a 75-80% chance the Texans win that division. But, I'm just saying they played the Titans twice. I like Mike Vrabel. Yeah. Tannehill's playing well. Watch out for those Titans. They're running the rock. Derrick Henry's chugging. Derrick Henry's doing work again. Like, he did work last season like this in the fantasy playoffs. They're finally giving him the rock. Like, I love Derrick Henry coming out of college. Is he a top 10 pick next year? Is he going to be? Uh, I'm not taking him top 10, but... I'm probably not taking him top 10, but do you think he will be a top 10 pick? Top 12, if you're in a 12-team league. First-round pick. No. You don't think so? Mm -hmm. I think he's second, late, mid to second round. Interesting. I just can't. Do it. I, I can't. We'll see. Do it. We'll see how he finishes the season. The we'll thing see. is, is he's getting hot right now. So a lot of people remember that and kind of have that recency bias. Like, um, one last team, Bengals got their first win. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's impressive. And just as I was, or we were praising the Jets. Yeah. Oh my God. Sam Darnold goes out there. He's just getting sacked left and right. Jameson Crowder gets, like, two catches. I know Robbie Anderson had a decent stat line, but I don't know what's going on. Like, Le'Veon Bell, I saw stat. He hasn't had a 100-yard game all year. That's, that's insane. Adam Gates hates him. Yeah, like, you don't have to agree. All there is is rumors after rumors that he didn't like the contract. He didn't ever wanted to sign him for that much money. It's not your call. Like, you're not the GM. You weren't the GM at the time. Yeah. So. Use your personnel. I I know a lot of teams that would love to have Le'Veon Bell. Like I personally think he's a good player. Like, he's yeah. a good football player. Adam Gates just got too much ego. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean that's been his problem. Like when he was in Miami, like Kenyon Drake, like yeah. he hated Kenyon Drake. I, I don't know what running back he does like. I mean, I, I was he's he likes Bilal Powell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. Adam Gates <laughs> needs to go too because uh, he's. I think he's holding Sam Darnold back. Um, that wraps up the uh, the teams that kind of impressed this weekend for me. Um, I, I don't know if you got anybody. No, else. That's probably it. not. That, that that's that's a lot of teams, honestly. 
Um, in other news, we'll do our little, uh, I don't know, we need to call this segment something. Uh, just a little spitball segment. Um, first things first, Ron Rivera got canned. I feel like that kind of has to get talked about. They lost to Washington this weekend. They dropped to 5-7. and seven. I, I personally, I don't get it. Like, you don't, you haven't had Cam Newton all year. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I just personally, like, I know you think it's good for both sides. I just, it it doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, I, it, the only thing that doesn't make sense to me is why are you firing him right now? Wait four more games. I mean, what, what's They're under that new ownership. That, the guy that, yeah. uh, the head of, the head of Microsoft or something. You know what I'm talking about? I know. He owns, like, part of the Clippers, too, I'm pretty sure, doesn't he? Probably. I just can't remember the guy's name, but I guess he just doesn't like Ron Rivera, but um, I I think it's good for both sides. He's been there nine years. Uh, They haven't done anything, really. They've been to one Super Bowl. They've been to one Super Bowl, and then... seven years ago. It was in, yeah, 2015. They went 15-1. and Yeah. And then they, from 2013 to 15, they won the division every year. So, like, I don't know. Like, I looked up his overall record, 76-63-1. and 13 games over 500. Not bad. Ron Rivera's going to get a head coaching job. Oh, yeah. Like, easily. I, think that's, I just think it's a mistake by Carolina. Like, that's overreacting to one football game. Or a stretch of football games. Like, like you said, when you lose your quarterback, like, they're literally playing with a backup this year. Yeah, I don't care what you think about Cam Newton, but he's significantly better than, what, Kyle Allen? Like, I'm sorry. Just... A rookie, what, seventh-round pick? <laughs> yeah, like, what do you expect? Like, we weren't going to win the division. We weren't even going to make the playoffs after Cam went down. But So that was shocking news. When that when I had breaking news on my phone, I just I shook my head. That was terrible. That They will regret that. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be – they're just in full rebuild mode. I think they're going to get, yeah. like you said, get rid of Cam. They might get rid of someone else, like surprisingly. I don't know. We'll see. Um, final final talk. We're going to talk a little Drew Locke. Um, Lee Summit native. Went to Lee Summit High School. Now quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Finally made his debut. Second round draft pick. Um, they, they really like this kid uh, going into the draft and then the pulse was that he was going to fall to the second. So I think that the Broncos kept kind of delaying it, delaying it. I think they looked at him as the best quarterback in the class from their perspective. So they're very high on this kid. Um, he hurt his thumb in the preseason. They put him on IR. He just sprained his thumb. A lot of people were kind of questioning that, like if they even believe in him, blah, blah, blah. Like I I liked what I saw. I In preseason – he looked a little, like, he got better in preseason. So he was a little shaky to start, and then his next start, you saw him get better. And, like, when I say better, I mean, like, footwork-wise. I think that's a lot of what he needs to learn is the footwork. He has the arm talent, learn the playbook. But footwork was what I saw on tape. Stat line, 18 of 28, 134, two touchdowns and a pick. I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh... Well, he, like, I just thought he had a big learning curve from Mizzou to the NFL. Yeah. Mizzou, they run the shotgun on the two-yard line. I mean, they're always never under center. And I mean, he did play in the SEC. His, 
The year before his last year was way better than his last year at Mizzou, but he didn't have a lot of talent around him. So uh, the one thing is, like, man, John Elway, I know he's, like, king in Denver. He's never going to get canned, but man, his history of drafting quarterbacks is not good. I mean, it's Paxton Lynch. It's Brock Osweiler. I'm hoping Drew Locke pays off, but I'm telling you right now, if he's got four more games. If Tua slides or – Justin Herbert's there or somebody, I I don't think he's guaranteed to start next year if one of those guys falls. I mean, <laughs> I just – you spent already a second-round pick on him. Like, why would you draft another quarterback with a first-round pick? I, I kind of want to talk about his game first, but I thought I thought he played well. I thought his first half was very good. Um, watching him, he made a very nice throw – to Cortland Sutton, I mean, I'm sure you saw that, the touchdown catch. And from what I was reading and hearing is that that was, like, an audible by him. Like, after they called the play, he told Cortland Sutton to run a fade. And Cortland Sutton was like, okay, like, all right, well, I'll see you. And he, he delivered a dime. And, I mean, Sutton made a great catch. Like, that was a good throw. That was an NFL throw. Uh, he throws with good velocity and accuracy, in my opinion. Uh, they they kind of say like he had accuracy issues, and my from what I see, I, I see a guy with good touch, good like throw power, but he has that hand-eye coordination. I feel like he was a he was a basketball player as well. Um, I just I just think he's going to be a natural thrower of the football. And then there was one throw that impressed me. They came up just short. It was like third and five, in the face of like pressure. And he delivers it to Noah Fant. This was early in the game. Like, that throw just in itself, like, in the face of pressure, love seeing that. He just executed a game plan, though. Yeah, I mean. Bottom he, line. I don't think they asked too much of him. No, they don't. Vic Vangio, and he, he's a defensive coach. He's going to want to pound the rock. Like He's got good arm talent. He's a good athlete. Uh, we'll just see how he does at Houston next week. I mean, his. He averaged like seven yards a completion. Like, we'll see how less it goes. than that per attempt. Yeah, like it's that's not gonna sustain long term. I'm glad he got the win. Like, I'll give him credit. And the only reason, like, I can like John Elway. I don't know. Like, I, I just think he has a lot of pressure to get it right. And there, I've heard I've heard this before. Like, the better player you were back in your day, the worst of the worst evaluator of talent you are. Like, Michael Jordan, GM, like, of Bobcats, like, terrible. John Elway, because it was so easy to them. So, they're like, oh, I'll just draft a guy. Like, why is he not producing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was so easy to them. So, that he's just like, man, why is Paxton Lynch not working? Why is Brock, like, I think he just thinks anyone can kind of come in. And I don't know. There's a big difference. Like, sucking around pick, he doesn't have a lot of, like, he has some pressure. But they're not tied to him. He wasn't like a first, like a top five pick. I think at the end of the day, like, first half, I, I would be interested in his first half splits as far as his yards per attempt and everything. But at the end of the day, I don't think he was making – they weren't pushing the ball downfield. Like, no. he's he was doing what the, the coaching staff was asking him to do. And he executed. They ended up winning the game. Like, they got out early. Second half, they ran the ball. Like, they only threw the ball 28 times. 
I'd probably say 17 of those or 18 of those were in the first half, too. Like, they probably threw the ball 10 times in the second half. So I, I, I don't think we've seen enough of Drew Locke as far as statistically speaking, like for a fantasy perspective, but as far as like a football perspective, watching tape, like I liked what I saw, honestly. He ended up going down and <laughs> winning the game. Pass like, <laughs> interference on 50-yard pass. I don't know what Casey Hayward's doing out there. He's a great corner, but guy just panicked. He just threw the ball 50 yards and Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton's a stud. I'm rooting for Drew Locke. Uh, I hope he does well. I hope he keeps the job. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Though. No, I'm I'm excited to see what he does against yeah. Houston because I think Houston is going to force them to maybe push that ball down the field a little bit more. So I think you'll you'll be able to see a, a few more NFL throws. You know what I mean? Like not a seven yard out. Yeah, and the thing is, like besides Quentin Sutton and Noah Fant, that offense is bad. like on the outside. His receivers are not good. Outside of Corwin Sutton. Sutton and Fant, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's about it. Deshaun, Deshaun Hamilton's okay. Them getting rid of, I guess Sanders kind of forced his way out, but losing Sanders hurts. If they had Sanders too, yeah. like, that would be a good receiving core, I would say. But, no, they definitely need to work on getting a couple more weapons in there. But, I mean, you do have Philip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, Sutton, Fant. Like, they need to go get one more guy, I think. If they get one more guy, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, as far as I the mean, weapons. hometown kid, like it's exciting to see him play. Like, no, that's it's cool. Just, it's cool. It's cool to see him win his first game too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like I like the kid, like the way he interviews. I think he's got a chance. I think yeah. he's got a, real he's got a good head on his shoulders. Smart guy, good athlete too, like you said earlier. Um, but that'll wrap up this show. Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if you liked it, give it a share. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at Mad Max, FFFF. Till next time, peace.